For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome, Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle, watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, high-reach equipment, storage containers, and more. The auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. And if you want to learn about upcoming auctions, there's so many that we actually don't talk about, but they're more than just the ones that we do talk about. Go to RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, Sauce Watch and Wildcard Casinos and Blackhawk always have great promotions. This one, they're giving away a Mustang RTI or nearly 28000 in cash the weekend of March 8th. You get to pick what you want, get on up there, see how you can win. You can also check out their sports book, really lose slots, and a terrific menu. Sasquatch and Wildcard, a family-owned casino that treats you like family. Good morning. Top of the morning, my man. How are you on a Tuesday? I'm good. Um, you know, I'm watching on Twitter. I'm watching on television, listening to radio. Everyone is filing out to the Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. Going to Las Vegas, and I've covered more than a few, and You've covered huge events as well. And um, I'm thinking to myself, I've never covered a Super Bowl that didn't have a team that I covered that's involved. Yeah. And I'm wondering, it feels like looking at a horizon line of when the Broncos are ever going to be there. That's a great call. I was thinking about this last night. I've never covered a Super Bowl. I mean, uh, U.S. Opens, PGA Championships. Uh, college national championships, uh, eight final fours. I mean, the, the I can go on and on with the list. Super Bowl is one event that I've never covered. I don't pine to do it, but it occurred to me, um, the teams that I have covered, the Chiefs and the Broncos, I've covered at the basically, not the wrong times, yeah. but the inopportune times. Right. And uh, even though I got a little bit of the upswing of the Chiefs when it was starting with Vermeil and and those and that gang, um, no, nothing close to a Super Bowl, AFC Championship in Buffalo, by the way. But uh, that was about it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, do crowds bother you? Meaning, no. so you're cool with crowds? Yeah, crowds are fine. I am not claustrophobic. But I don't like crowds, don't like lines. You know me. I'm incredibly impatient. Uh, You know, you want to go to Super Bowl media day and you got to wait in a line to get on a media bus. Yes. That would would not do well for me. That that kind of stuff gets me anxious. Mm -hmm. But you've been to L.A. plenty of times Mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. And, 
you know, the, the old saying about people in L.A. is people will look at you, but either through you or over their shoulder <laughs> right. to see who's coming next. Yes. That is the Super Bowl. Everybody feels they're really, really important, and they try and be around people who are important, which if you don't care about that stuff or you're incredibly insecure, it makes you feel small. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I because it's a who's who out. There. Yeah, that's that's like an NBA. It's it's a smaller version on an NBA Finals. Oh, it's a much much smaller, smaller version. version. We we all understand tiny, that. tiny Final Four is a lot like that too. Tiny in um, comparison, you go. Oh to, yeah, well, everything is tiny compared to the Super Bowl. If you're on Radio Row in a huge convention center, it's a who's who of the history of the NFL. Right. Every media member is there, and that kind of stuff makes me feel uncomfortable as well. Hmm. So if I never had to go to a Super Bowl again, I'd be thrilled. I don't. It's like whatever for me. But I've done it. If, if I'm going to go cover a Super Bowl now, it would be covering the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Right. And since I probably have maybe two more years of work in me, think my chances of getting there are probably zero yeah probably nil so and and do i worry about that right. care about no i don't right. time now for the lead the lead presented by sasquatch casino and blackhawk nfl network's lance zerline did his mock draft and he has the broncos picking quarterback jj mccarthy this is what zerline writes nfl evaluators have described mccarthy's processing as elite my conversations with him. Drew Brees, great processor, but he didn't have the same athletic ability that McCarthy offers. Just feels like a Sean Payton pick. In the mm. meantime, ESPN draft analyst Matt Miller has the Broncos taking Bo Nix at number 12. I don't want to... We'll talk about what you think about their predictions. I don't want to call it lazy analysis that they need a quarterback, so they're going to take a quarterback. But I don't know if they're necessarily thinking beyond the horizon line on this that these guys are going to be going way too high. And I'm not suggesting that the Broncos aren't desperate for a quarterback, but these guys are going to be there in the 20s. Yeah, you've got three guys. All of them. Yeah, you've got three guys. McCarthy, Knicks, Penix, that will be available. That will be available to the Broncos. The you only, would imagine the only guy who might go between twelve and maybe twenty is Knicks. That's it. Yeah. So <coughs> the point is that if they really have got their fangs into a quarterback that they like, they'll be there at twelve. Yes. Another quarterback would probably be there at 18, 19, 20, and in, the, in that range. Um, the only way Penix moves up is if they look at his medicals and say, wow, this kid's as healthy as a newborn baby boy. Which is not going to happen. Right. I mean, you don't go through two uh, knee injuries and a shoulder injury and, and come out clean on the other side. But... Uh, the McCarthy thing was interesting because that's the first connection that I have ever heard, seen, and and it's possible because everyone's playing close to the vest and subterfuge and 
playing with mirrors and shadows and all of the things that go on before the draft. I mean, I get that, but it's the first time that I'd seen J.J. McCarthy connected to the Broncos. Oh, I've seen him connected for those reasons. Hmm. People are saying, you know what I find interesting is it seems like everybody's a Sean Payton type of guy. <laughs> right? Right. Man, yeah. that J.J. McCarthy, he's got a pro. He's a he's his type of guy. Bo Nix, he's got that uh, passing game, that, that, that quick-hitting passing game. He's a Sean Payton type of guy. I will say this about J.J. McCarthy. He at least comes from a as close of a pro system as in college you're going to run. Except he really doesn't throw the ball very much. Right. Outside of that. I mean, yeah, he there were, you know, he was good against, uh, who was he good against? Who'd they play? Who was, who did they play in the semifinals? Alabama, right? Yeah. He was, he, and he threw three touchdown passes in that game. Wasn't mm-hmm. it? Am I right about that? Yeah. Three touchdown passes in that game. I mean, I get it. So he comes from a system. I, I heard Harbaugh last week really bestowing his virtues, but that, you know, whatever. Uh, it's got to be the right guy for Sean Payton. It doesn't matter that we think, and I'm talking about everyone else out in Broncos country, thinks that there are guys out there that might be the right fit. It's what Sean Payton thinks. is, And that's ultimately what it's going to be. He may be chuckling at the whole notion that Bo Nix is is the guy that the the media tends to be breathing heavily on, or Michael Penix with his ability to throw the ball downfield at a high percentage. Now all of a sudden, maybe J.J. McCarthy is the guy. Maybe Sean Payton looks at all three of these guys and says, nah, no, I think we can do better. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, here's the teaching moment. For any NFL coach or GM or talent evaluator that wants to ask one of their friends who is a college coach about a guy coming into the NFL, just look at what happened with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban. To say that Bill Belichick does not like Mac Jones at all as a quarterback and as a person is an understatement. And Bill Belichick and Nick Saban could not be any closer as friends. Yeah. And they I'm were sh- boys, man. And, and I right. am sure Nick Saban said, you want Mac for this reason, this reason, this reason, take him. And how did that work out? Generally speaking, I don't know what's more important, friendship or you. What do I mean by that? When Nick Saban has players go to the NFL it makes him look good when his players are drafted higher it makes him look good I'm sure that he had a great relationship with Mac Jones obviously they got along well enough where they won a national championship right yep but a terrible fit with Bill Belichick my understanding everything that I've read is Mac Jones pissed off Bill Belichick people in that building so many different bowls of wrong about the relationship between Belichick and and Mac Jones I'm just wondering what was that conversation like between Nick Saban and Bill Belichick where they drafted him and it turned into a complete disaster 
even more than and I and I'm not dispelling looking good getting guys there. Nick Saban gets more guys there every year than any coach in America. It almost feels like that but, Nick screwed his friend. Well, that's what it feels like. Yeah, and, and but I don't know if it was on I don't think he went out with the idea of screwing. No. I I, th- I think that you get these con- I think that these conversations happen in a place where and you use the term friendship, and I think that it's the right term. When you have friendship, you generally have trust in the friendship, right? Yep. So if you have those two tenants, and you are, and you know damn good and well that this guy is an evaluator, probably at, at on a similar level that you are. I don't think that Saban would look at Belichick and say, eh, he's not quite as good as of an evaluator as I am, or the other way around, right? I think that they probably, there's a lot of trust there. And maybe that conversation plays out, and it doesn't have to be just with Saban and Belichick. It can be any coaches that have worked together. I I think that there's some, hey, this guy really has a shot. He's got these attributes. I'm telling you, this is a guy that I really like. Doesn't always mean that it's going to work out. The only reason I'm bringing it up is Jim Harbaugh gushes. Mm-hmm. Over J.J. McCarthy. Right. And I'm wondering, yeah, I know that Jim Harbaugh said that J.J. McCarthy is the best quarterback in Michigan history. But does he really believe he's going to be a great NFL quarterback and he's pumping J.J.'s tires and someone's going to take a chance on now the great Jim Harbaugh who went to a Super Bowl with San Francisco, right? Won a national championship with Michigan and is expected to take the Chargers to a Super Bowl title as well. Has Harbaugh's stock risen so high that you are going to read from the prophet of Jim? Well, I don't think Sean Payton would. I'm not saying he would. Someone might. Somebody might. Somebody might. You know, the, I mean, I'm sorry, the book of Jim. The book of Jim. I, I'm Jewish. I apologize. You don't have to apologize. See, it's not the prophet of Mormon. It's the book of Mormon. Yeah. Yeah, Which is damn funny. I should have clearly known that. Not because, not because, um, you know, there are a lot of great uh, comedic Jewish writers where clearly I have no talent. It's because I live right down the street from where the guys who wrote Book of Mormon, Ah, you know. There you go. Are or were. Book of Mormon is damn funny. Have you seen it? It is so incredibly inappropriately hilarious wonderfully inappropriate but i will be honest with you if i am mormon i'm probably a little disgusted however i don't have any problems with watching the producers with mel brooks and he's making fun of jewish people i don't have a problem with it but if you're mormon i can see where you are really ticked off yeah i suppose so i sub i suppose so lighten up lighten up francis no the entire musical just take shot after shot after shot, which, admittedly, I could not stop laughing. Yeah, and and I don't make any judgment about religions. That's not my deal. It's not right. my I, I I'm the most a religious person on the face of the earth. But but you are racist in which you hate everybody equally. Well, I'm not. I don't think that I'm I have a sliver I'm sorry, of but, racism. But, but you're bigoted. You're bigoted. I don't think that I'm you, that either. You, you hate everybody equally. That's okay. Oh, I don't like people generally. No. Right. But like, that I. But I don't. I, I. I. I shiver at the term bigot or racist. 
I just you're an equal opportunity hater is what you I'm are. not a hater. I just don't like people sometimes. Coming Do you? Up, huh? Do you? Coming up after the break? Uh-huh. NBA trade deadline is on Thursday. Michael Malone talked about what the plans will likely be for the Nuggets. Not so sure if you're going to like what he said. That's next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman and Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there is an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4, building cool sh** since 1980. Go to HCP4x4.com. NBA trade deadline, 1 o'clock on Thursday, local time. Michael Malone was asked about it. This is what he said. Calvin and his staff, I'm sure, are fielding phone calls, but I can't imagine we're actively calling many teams right now. Are we satisfied? No. I think you always have to be responsible enough to look within and say, hey, can we do anything to make us better? That's always a question you have to ask. But knowing Calvin and the brief conversations we've had, there is nothing where Calvin's on the phone burning up the phone lines to 29 other teams because we have a tremendous starting unit. We have some guys on our bench that are young and developing and have the chance to be really good players for years to come. Do you like the Nuggets approach? Do you think, think they should make a trade? I think that's their only approach. I think that's kind of where they are right now. They're, uh, there's a reason that they've gone young and cheap. And it's because they are on the, what is it, the second apron? Is it? I, I don't have all of my CBA terms down financially, right. but they're in taxable territory. And they, but, it's, but it's more than just the tax. There are, there are some severe penalties it, if you get too high, and it's not. It's not worth it. And it's not Stan Kroenke paying more money. No. Which goes up exponentially. Mm -hmm. It is other things that I believe involve draft picks, too. Uh, you're absolutely right. So, and um, do you believe, and this is all about Calvin Booth and Michael Malone, 
do you believe, if you're one of those two, that you've got enough in your chamber to come out firing in the postseason and win another championship? And they're the only ones that can tell us that. But no, there's not going to be th- there's not going to be anything substantial done here at the trade line for the Nuggets. Calvin Booth made it very clear before the start yes, of the did. season. Our goal, while it's always to win a title, and we would like to win a title this upcoming season, we're not going to put all of our eggs in one basket to do that. We'd like to win two or three in the next five. We're not going to go all in for this season. I'm sure there are a lot of fans that are thinking, well, why why don't we want to win back-to-back titles? Calvin Booth is a long-term thinker, and I agree with his long-term thinking. Look what he did last season in order to compile draft picks in which they drafted three guys. When you look at the luxury tax and where they are financially, Jamal Murray is coming up on a big contract, Mm -hmm. and we have no idea if it's going to be a supermax contract. One way or the other, it's a huge contract. Correct. And you have a bunch of young talent that you're trying to develop as well. You can't trade for another big contract. But then the question is, okay, you want to make a trade? Short-term fix? Pick up some more salary? Who are you going to trade away? Who are you going to trade away that has value? Because I don't think teams are lining up to get Zeke Naji. They're going to want Peyton Watson. They're going to want Christian Brown. And I'll be honest, you're not going to get a ton for Christian Brown. No. Anyway. It's going to have to be a package that absolutely includes Peyton Watson. This, we are at a point now where, and I think Michael Malone said it without saying it, these are our guys and we're good. Now, this is that time of the year where you kind of, you're not, you don't quite hold your breath. We're not quite there yet, but now you are, if you've got the pieces that you believe in, now you're just hoping that you can avoid a major injury. Yeah. That's big now. And you can't afford to, to lose a Nikola Jokic or a Jamal Murray or even an Aaron Gordon. I mean, they're, all of these guys have different levels of value, but collectively... That's what made them champions a year ago. So you don't that that's the thing that you're really trying to avoid more than anything else right now is an injury. And that's always a roll of the dice. So here we are. We're in February. And um, and we're still shuffling the order, trying to figure out where guys where teams are going to be for the postseason. But more than anything, you're just trying to stay healthy. And uh, you're right. The Nuggets really don't have trade capital to do something crazy. I, you you could make the argument Michael Porter Jr. if you really wanted if you just if you had a gun to your head and said okay who who's the guy that you that would probably be the one that you would come to but his contract is who wants his contract? Eh, no, the Nuggets are what the Nuggets are, and you know what? I'm good with it. And they're coming off winning a title. Right. Then you look at the Avalanche. The Avalanche don't have room to spend either. No. I mean, look at all the big contracts right. that they have. And oh, by the way, heading into next season, the Avalanche have the least amount of cap space. 
as it is currently constructed Mm. in the NHL. They are dead last when it comes to cap space. But this team is built to win now. Why do you think you're, you're excited to have a Zach Parisi halfway through the season at $800,000. It's like getting a good player for free. Right. So you, you you don't have the room to make a major splash as much as fans want teams to make a bigger splash in the NHL. It's a little bit different. There is no such thing as luxury tax. It's a hard cap. It is what it is. I wonder if, there's some creative way. This isn't like the NFL. No, no. But I wonder as it relates to the Avs, whether Sackick and McFarlane are sitting there thinking now we've got our goaltending in shape. Do or, they? That's my question. Or do you think that in their quiet moments when they're having, you know, closed door discussions, do you think that they sit there and say, you know, I don't know if we're loaded enough to win and deep into the playoffs. Well, they thought that way when they made that trade for Georgia. Mm-hmm. And now what a couple of years in, I think there is probably some doubt. And if there isn't, I'd be stunned. So and don't tell me he's an all-star. I know he, he was techni- damn good last night though. I thought, I mean, for the better part of the, the first got early, he was just fantastic. Okay. But, I just, I'm wondering, I mean, can you go out and get a a flurry or, or is, I mean, can you go get a guy that can back him up? I'm talking about load management and increasing your ability because I'm not sure where they go after. The concern with Georgiev is, is playing too many minutes. Right. I don't know if it, you can make the case. When you, if you just simply look at numbers, mm-hmm. he hasn't had a great year. No. In terms of wins, yes, he has. When you look at his last three games, he has given up four goals in three games. That is very impressive. However, he has been up and down. He has been. But they got to find a way to keep him fresh enough for the playoffs because you can make the case he's being a wee bit overworked. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to complain. He just, you know, goes out and does his work when he's asked to do it. But but it makes sense. His inconsistency, it makes sense. He's just probably playing too much. His game is good. Yeah. Man, he was focused last night. He was obviously well-rested. Um, and that's what he looks like with rest. Right, and that's what he needs to look And like. when you get to the playoffs, uh, you really don't want to go to your backup goaltender Unless your goaltender takes a stick to the eye and you have to play yeah. the backup like the avalanche had to do with Darcy Kemper. Yeah, and, and they only went 6-0 and in those games without him. Now, Francois gave up what? That Edmonton game was what? 7-6 or whatever it was. I mean, he, he had a couple of tough patches, but he won every dang start. Francois has become the NHL's version of Greg Dulcich. Interesting. Yeah. Talent. We know, we believe the guy can play, but he just can't stay on the field. yeah. Okay, coming up after the mm-hmm. break, Michael Porter Jr. Man, he is such a good kid. He is so stinking nice, yet he always finds a way to step in it and say the wrong things. 
what did he say this time? Ladies, if you're listening to the show, you're not going to believe it because it's about you. That's next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for laser cutter machines, Tools, toolboxes, high-reach equipment, storage containers, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions. There are lots of them that we don't talk about on the show, but you're not going to want to miss. Go to RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Michael Porter Jr. is getting crushed on social media by WNBA players for comments he made about women's basketball when he was a guest on a podcast last week. And they're very talented, but so is so is a famous ping pong player. They're just as talented as, as a... Like the best ping pong player is just as talented as the best basketball player. That doesn't mean they're going to get paid the same because it's because right. they it's play what, ping pong. It's what the people want to watch. You know what I mean? So, right. as much as I understand females wanting the same treatment as as men basketball players, it's 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 a different sport. People they're not packing out the arenas. Obviously, their TV deals aren't the same. So, as much as I advocate for women and kind of the equality of the respect of their craft and all those things. I mean, you can't pay them the same thing, you know, but I do feel like they should there there should be a little way to make a little bit more money for right. them cuz they are very talented. Correct. Yeah, I think the I think the big thing um obviously when you're thinking about negotiations, labor unions and different things like that, I don't believe there's any woman that believes she should be paid as a man gets paid. It's more about the revenue share. It's more about the percentage. And I think those things play into mm. it. And then the other side of it is treatment, mm. you know, within their own organizations. Like they're never like they don't. Right, it's not make, as exciting. They, no, it's it's not as it's exciting. It's not as exciting basketball. Yeah, you're not. They got to the rims. I would watch a girl coming down the lane. <sighs> on another, I would watch that. They need to lower they're the rims. Actually- 
Uh, well, um, <laughs> there are just, you know, I mean, there are just some conversations you kind of need to stay away from. And that to me would be one of them. I disagree. You know, I, I just dis- I disagree uh, because all here, the one of the guys on the show, if you just took this one clip and played it, mm-hmm. completely aborted, giving it no context whatsoever. The other gentleman talking said, no woman believes yeah, that-, that she should be paid like a man. Yeah. And then he got into revenue sharing. He never should have said that. What he should have said was, the problem is with revenue sharing. Not saying no woman believes she should be paid like a man. Michael Porter Jr. is one of the nicest, sweetest guys you will ever meet. But the takeaway from WNBA players is he's comparing us to ping pong players and we work much harder. It's about revenue sharing. That's what this is about. So the conversation is okay. It's just the, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like serving a really, really nice meal on the lid of a garbage can. And it seems like that's what Michael Porter Jr. has done more than a few times. His message, which is the meal, isn't bad. It's just served on the lid of a garbage can. And then he gets into about lowering the hoop. I'm not disagreeing that you would make the game maybe more exciting if if women could dunk and the game was above the rim. But I think women are probably insulted that, what, we can't play a man's game? Well, truthfully, there aren't a lot of women that can dunk. I am absolutely stating a fact. And maybe it would be more exciting. But it's insulting to women because they take it as, what, you don't think we can play basketball like you? There are a lot of really good female basketball players. Anybody in the WNBA is really, really good. A lot of great shooters, a lot of great hustle, high basketball IQ. But you're insulting a woman by saying, well, we we should probably lower the hoop. Well, first of all, it's not an apples-to-apples comparison. The women's game doesn't have to look like the men's game at all. I, I don't think. I mean, I, I, I men have a, a particular way of playing the game. I, I get it. And women have evolved the, the level of play and the way that they play the game in a different fashion. Well, they have to. And, but that's, well, they have to. But that's great. You don't have to aspire to play like the men. And good for them, they don't. They play the best version of basketball that Correct. their skill sets allow. So what's the issue? To me, there is no issue. It's like, okay, great. Women play this way, men play that way. It doesn't have to be the same. It just doesn't have to be. I don't have to have dunks to appreciate good basketball. Give me a good solid pick and roll or a pick and pop and 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 executing well in the half court. There are all kinds of things that you can do to make your game appealing. And I think by and large, the WNBA and certainly women's college basketball, which you and I have been around for from the beginning, certainly I have been, um, the level of 
play in college basketball now is stunning. Yeah, but but that's not what this is about. Okay. This is about women saying they should be paid more. My answer is negotiate a better CBA if you want better revenue sharing. That's on you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Period. Right. Don't complain about the pay Mm -hmm. because this has to do with revenue sharing. This has to do with television contracts. This has to do with marketing. And if we're being completely honest, and I don't want to sound like I'm a hater because I am not, the WNBA is successful because it literally rides on the coattails of the NBA. Well, it's subsidized by the NBA. Correct. So that's... And And I'm not saying that women need men, but in this... I mean, I say to my... I say to both of my daughters... One of your biggest goals in life is to never depend on a man, ever. Make sure you have stuff for, for yourself. Good advice. And, and on your own, sure. right? Right. But in the case of the WNBA, they don't have a league without the NBA. Right. They just don't. And they don't have the television revenue. You cannot compare Caitlin Clark to what she is doing to what's going on in the WNBA. When Caitlin Clark plays, there are television ratings. Yes. And that's great. However, Kayla Clark's not going to get the same revenue share because she's a college athlete. She'll get NIL money, mm-hmm. but she's not going to share in the advertising revenue. Right. She's just not. And that's how this whole conversation got started because of Caitlin Clark. The eyeballs just are not on the WNBA like they are on the NBA. WNBA players are not going to make the same as NBA players because there's a difference between taking revenue out of a grape and taking revenue out of a watermelon. Yes, that is absolutely true. And I don't know. I mean, are there a lot of, I mean, everyone wants to make more money, but is I'm just not familiar with the clamoring from the WNBA to be making similar salaries. I don't think, but they're not. Yeah. I don't think they're trying to say we should make what the men make. What they're saying is, we need a better revenue share. My answer is, negotiate a better CBA. Yes. And if we're being completely honest, and I haven't seen the numbers, let's say the women went on strike because they want a better revenue share. Do you honestly believe that the NBA would say, you know what, we'll just fold the league? Do you think while it'd be awful for little girls who want to be WNBA players, Mm -hmm. while it'd be awful if we lose women playing professional basketball, revenue-wise, do you think the NBA would say, man, we got to keep this thing together because this thing's a cash cow? No, I don't think that they probably would. But I think... With the NBA, they would, not the WNBA. Well, yes, but I think that the NBA has been such a great partner. Yes. I, I mean... Not even a partner. No, they own it. They own it. They they it started because of the NBA. You can't use the word NBA. It's trademark. Yes. So you stick a W in front of it, mm-hmm. and that means you own that too. Yes. So, I mean, the WNBA is not there without the NBA. But Michael Porter Jr. just such a good kid. 
Well, and he, he had just, moments, yeah, he had moments like this with COVID too. Yeah. Now that's what three years ago, four years ago now. I mean, he's, he's four years younger, four years more inexperienced. He's much more um, giving MPJ some credit. He's much more out there. He's you know he's very gracious with his time. He's always available. He will answer questions. I think you will agree. Yes. He's a good question answerer. Right. He doesn't shy away from things. He, he, he as this proves to some degree, he's much more, I'm, I'm going to give him credit. He has his own podcast, so there's more savviness there than there, right. than there used to be. And there's something else to consider if you think that MPJ is against women's basketball, oh, comparing them to ping pong players. His mother was Miss Iowa basketball. Two sisters that played college basketball. Another sister plays high school basketball. He wears a shoe of a female player who is in the WNBA. Yeah. He's not a woman hater. He just doesn't know how to put together a sentence without insulting somebody. When he, when he, at when, times, when he swings and misses, he he misses big something. He sure that's, does. It's it's kind of like a fall. It's kind of like a cartoon where a guy is yeah. guy or gal is standing at the plate and they swing hard at the pitch, and they swing so hard they spin themselves into a corkscrew, <laughs> and before you know it, half their body is under uh, yeah. the ground. You're in a three foot hole. He I don't he didn't mean it in no. a mean way, and I understand why WNBA players are are going after him. He just said it wrong. That's all. Yeah. And and, and I'm not defending him. He needs to find a way to make better sense and find a way to use the word salad in the correct way. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. It is what it is. What do you have coming up on Just In Case You Missed? This former Broncos coach is back in the NFL. And how did the Avs look in their first game post-All-Star break? That's next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. I got a few years on me now, but there was a time back in my prime when I could. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Traveling in a fight Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there is an auction for laser cutter machines, downdraft tables, tools, toolboxes, storage containers, and more. Auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about all of their great auctions, and they have so many of them. 
at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Greenfields Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfields has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All righty, guys. Just in case you missed it, former Broncos interim uh, head coach Jerry Rosberg has been hired by the Ravens as a game management coach. Uh, Rosberg was with the Ravens from 2008 through 2018 as their special teams coordinator and assistant head coach. Uh, is the NFL just better with uh, Jerry Rosberg back in it? <laughs> I like Jerry a, gr- a great deal, and I thought he was a perfect fit for the two games that he led the Broncos. Um, and he's worked, what, 12, 11 or 12 years, I think, under John Harbaugh's special teams coordinator, something like that. So this, to me, is a natural fit. Yeah, I'm good with Jerry Rosberg being back in it. He's one of the guys that I've really liked in my time in the NFL. Yeah. Really have. Really good guy. Yep. All right, just in case you missed it, in the Avs' first game post-All-Star break, they fell in overtime to the Rangers 2-1 at Madison Square Garden. Nathan McKinnon had the lone goal, his 32nd of the year, and Alexander Georgiev made 27 saves against his old team but couldn't get the win. Zach Parisi had 11 and a half minutes of ice time. He also had three shots on goal. Colorado plays again tonight in New Jersey versus the Devils. Uh, thoughts on last night's game? I thought uh, Georgiev was just on fire in a first period where the Avs had a couple of man advantages, could not really get good opportunities, but the Rangers did. Uh, in both man, uh, in both shorthanded situations, Georgiev made some fantastic saves, one of them from point blank. So I thought he rose to the occasion. And you know what? The Avs get out of there with a point. I'll take it. This is a monstrously hard uh, six-game roadie to open the second half with. Every single game is going to be competitive. Get as many points as you can and take them to the bank. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, if you're looking to redesign your entire kitchen, they have a staff that can help you do that. At the big box stores, you buy one appliance, and boom, you're out the door. That's great customer service. If you want something extra low in terms of pricing, you can go to their clearance center in Denver. Nobody does it better than Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, every time there's a mock draft, yes, I'll be the first to admit that I am like a moth to the light. We all are. Aren't we? We're we're all guilty of it. What, what does somebody think that, has never been a scout before, never been an executive. What does some writer who doesn't cover the team think? I, I got to know, and I got to talk about it. But in some cases, you can make the case. A couple of guys believe the Broncos are going to take these two guys, and it is a talker. The question is, do we believe the Broncos are going to take one of these two guys? Mm, that's next. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.